Welcome to the Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about the importance of trusting God, even when bad things happen, called Cover Your Mouth from Job 38 to 42. In that story, we learned the big truth that God is God and we are not. We should trust Him when things are hard. This week's story is called The Lord is My Shepherd, and it comes from Psalm 23. The biggest story has lots of great stories. It also has lots of great songs. Songs? <laughs> yep, songs. Some songs are victory songs that Israel sang after God saved them from their enemies. When God saves, God's people sing. So much so that there's a whole book of songs. It's called Psalms, and it has 150 songs. It contains sad songs about sad situations, longing songs that cry out for justice, and instructive songs that focus on living out God's wisdom. It has songs about saying sorry for sins, songs about God's forever kingdom, and songs that celebrate the coming of the promised king, the Christ. Israel sang these songs when they gathered for worship. So did Jesus and his disciples. It became the church's first hymn book. A favorite psalm that the church sang after Jesus' death and resurrection was Psalm 110, which celebrates Jesus as both the victorious king and the forever priest. But Psalm 23 also became a favorite of the church. It's about God as our shepherd, and it's the one we'll be looking closely at today. Chapter 39 The Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23 Like many of the best stories, the biggest story has a lot of singing. Over and over we see the pattern. God saves and his people sing. There are victory songs from Moses and Miriam, from Deborah and Barak, from Hannah, and from a host of angel armies. And then there are the Psalms, an entire book, the longest book in the Bible, made up of songs. Happy songs and sad songs. Songs about winning and songs about losing. Songs to confess our sin and songs to thank God for salvation. They're all there in the Psalms. It was the church's first hymnal and Jesus' hymn book too. Of all the Psalms, and there are 150 of them, the most famous may be the 23rd Psalm. It's from David, and it's about being a good shepherd. David's shepherd's song didn't rhyme, but if it did, maybe it would sound something like this. The Lord is my shepherd, I have no need. He gives me green pastures and makes me to feed. He brings me to water and strengthens my days. He gives me straight paths that he may be praised. Though I walk through the darkness, I will not fear. His rod and his staff, they always are near. God makes me a meal 
when my enemies are tough. He fills up my cup with much more than enough. His mercy and goodness will leave me? No, never! I'll dwell in God's house forever and ever. As a young man, David watched his father's sheep. When David was older, he became king and was responsible for watching over God's people. So David knew a lot about being a shepherd, but he also knew he was an imperfect shepherd. He needed God to lead him, protect him, feed him, and forgive him. David knew the Lord's goodness and mercy all the days of his life, but he never knew the good shepherd who had come from his family tree. Or at least he didn't know him in the way we can know him. For we know that the good shepherd doesn't just lead the sheep and protect the sheep. He lays down his life for the sheep. Our good shepherd is also a lamb, the perfect sheep to save us from our sins and the perfect shepherd to bring us safely home. King David knew God's goodness and mercy all the days of his life, and someday he will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But while David was living on earth, he never met the greatest shepherd who came from his family tree. He never met Jesus. When Jesus came to earth, he taught that he was a shepherd and that those who heard his voice would follow him like sheep. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out, and his sheep follow him. He also said, I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus is not only the good shepherd, he is a sheep too. Do you remember the Passover lamb? When Jesus arrived, his cousin John said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Jesus is our Passover lamb, which means he is the lamb who takes away our sins. Jesus leads us and protects us and feeds us. But most importantly, through his death, he takes away our sins so we can be forgiven. And because we are forgiven, we can dwell in the presence of God forever. Jesus is the perfect sheep to save us from our sins and the perfect shepherd to bring us safely home. And that brings us to today's big truth. God, as our shepherd, leads, feeds, protects, and forgives us. All right, are you ready for this week's memory verse? Our verse for this week is a pretty familiar one. Psalm 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Okay, say it with me this time, repeating after me. Psalm 23, 1. Psalm 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. Great job. You're doing such a good job with all these Bible verses. I'm very proud of you. Keep practicing them and keep hiding God's Word in your heart. To close our lesson for today, would you pray along with me? 
O Lord, you are our shepherd, and we will follow you. May your loving kindness ever follow us. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Biggest Story Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible, too. You can visit TheBiggestStory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story Podcast is a production of Crossway. Check out Crossway's Emblems of the Infinite King by Ryan Lister. This book introduces kids ages 10 and up to God's radiant beauty using the main categories of systematic theology. God, humanity, sin, Christ, the Holy Spirit, salvation, the church, and last things. Full of captivating illustrated emblems meant to symbolize key facets of Christian doctrine, this unique book seeks to bring theological truths from words to life. Check it out at crossway.org.